Part two, chapter twelve of Tom Petrie's Reminiscences of Early Queensland, dating from eighteen thirty seven, recorded by his daughter. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Tom Petrie's Reminiscences of Early Queensland, part two, chapter twelve. Mr. Andrew Petrie had several, quote, old hands unquote, who had served their time and were free working for him in different ways one cranky tom was quite a character and would have served as material for a child's dickens he used to do odd jobs such as cutting firewood loading drays etc and the poor man was not quite in possession of his senses in all things he would never sleep in a bed but would camp beside the kitchen fire, or if a lime kill were burning there, for a certainty would he be found rolled up in a blanket, surrounded by dogs. When asked, Tom, what were you sent out to this country for? He invariably answered for pulling the tail of a donkey and beating him with the bloody end of it. One day a dray loaded with timber entered the yard, and the drayman called to Cranky Tom to chock the wheel. The stupid man, instead of getting a stone or stick, ran and used his foot as a stop, but it quickly came out again, and its owner danced about, crying, Oh, my country, what have I suffered for you? The wheel had given him a nasty squeeze, but did not go over the foot. Another time, one Sunday morning, when Jimmy Porter, one of the prentice boys, got up to light the fire and put the kettle on, he was surprised to find all the kitchen utensils gone. Pots, pans, kettle, cups and saucers, plates, knives, everything. Even the long iron rake for the ashes. Before the family could breakfast, a messenger had to be sent across for fresh things to the general store then kept at Kangaroo Point by a man called Davidson. Cranky Tom was suspected of having hidden the utensils, but he could not be found anywhere about the place, so a policeman's help was sought. Father, boy-like, accompanied the bobby, and he remembered how they went past Petrie's Bite, and as far as to where the Union Hotel stands now in the valley, and there they came upon Cranky Tom sitting on the roadside laughing and looking quite pleased with himself, his trousers all soiled with pot black. The policeman said to him, Well, Tom, how did you get all that black stuff on your trousers? I don't know. Why did you take all those things out from Mr. Petrie's kitchen, Tom? I done it for a change. Where did you put them? I don't know. After some more, well, I will have to take you to the lock-up, and the handcuffs are put on. Going along, the poor fellow began twisting the irons about on his wrists, then suddenly, exploding with laughter, he said, Oh, my country, they don't fit. The police magistrate could get nothing further from Tom than I'd done it for a change. So in the end he was declared to be insane, and there being no asylum in Queensland, was sent to Sydney. The kitchen utensil's hiding place was discovered in this wise. The ferryman crossing the river came upon a couple of the articles floating, so it was at once thought that the whole lot 
had been thrown into the water and an old black fellow ben tobin a head brisbane man was got to pick up cranky tom's tracks which he did very soon and some of the things were discovered by him diving they had been thrown in just where the steamer from humpybong now lands her passengers another man who worked at the same time as cranky tom was deaf mickey a small man who was also half silly like tom whenever he got his wages on the saturday he would go to the store and buy a week's supply of rations then repair to the old windmill as it was then called being in disuse and camp there till his fare ran out every day between meals he walked some two hundred yards from the mill into the bush backwards and forwards speaking to himself and squaring up to a gum tree which stood at the end of his walk putting up his fists as though to fight it talking all the time he made quite a plain beaten track to the tree and go where you liked says my father you would see mickey walking up and down and biting with the gum tree mickey had a quart pot and pint for his tea and also a bag to hold his rations when the latter were finished he would go back to his master and say be the lord i have been walking about this long time looking for work and can't get any please will you give me a job then he would work again for another week he was not a bad worker but could never be depended on for more than a fortnight at a time before he was off again to fight the trees it was as good as a play my father says to see mickey and cranky tom cross-cutting a log many a time he watched the pair the latter would call mickey pull the saw you're not pulling it and laugh at him his companion would stare with not a smile on his face then say i think you're cranky and tom would reply oh my country i think you're gone in the head you can't hear father would sometimes watch the two unseen and sometimes from pure devilment would egg them on to one another once mickey was sent to morton island to work at a building there it was thought that being away from stores he would keep on longer however at the end of a fortnight he took it into his head to walk to sydney and disappeared for that purpose no one troubled over him all feeling sure that he would turn up again when the rations he had taken were finished it was said that in a week's time he came back having evidently walked about the island and going to his former employer said be the lord i have been walking all over the country looking for work and can't find any please will you give me a job he was put to work but the manager took the first opportunity of sending him back to brisbane fearing something might happen to the man when he took it into his head to go off again poor mickey's end was also the asylum i think says my father that both deaf mickey and cranky tom have been knocked silly in logan's time with the punishment they got in those days they both seemed harmless poor chaps there is much which is indeed pathetic in this world mixed side by side with the comical another of these old hands was a man called daly who was fond of going on the spree one night the petrie boys found this man very far gone lying in the yard so what did they do after some discussion 
but go to the carpenter's shop and get a coffin and this they carried to daly and put him in it in the morning the young jokers got up early to see the fun and going to where they had left the coffin found the man sitting up in his gruesome bed talking to himself they heard him say before they burst out laughing and roused his anger oh henny i wonder how long i've been buried henny was a favourite word with him and the boys called him nothing else many a bit of fun they had with this man at another time they nearly frightened him out of his senses by stuffing his old clothes with shavings and hanging the figure to a beam in the doorway coming home half drunk henny thought of course someone had committed suicide and he bolted the boys had made the figure most natural looking with boots and hats and all complete strange things happened in those days old bob a sawyer one-time convict or old hand lived at kangaroo point with his wife they had no children the wife used to go on the spree now and then one day she was the worse for drink near her home and making a great noise so two policemen secured her to take her to the lock-up a fairy punt was pulled across the river by a rope in those days and the police got the woman into this punt to take her to the north side. When about to land, the man who held Mrs. Bob let go to hold the rope, and the woman immediately jumped over into the water. However, she was dragged back again and lay down in the punt a wet heap, saying, If you want to take me to the lock-up, you will have to carry me. But the devil of foot will I walk. The instruments of the law were compelled to take her at her word and carry her ashore and finding her still obstinate one of them went up to mr andrew petrie's for a wheelbarrow picture the scene the old woman was lifted into the barrow then one man held her while the other wheeled and there she sat blessing the police and calling them all manner of nice names and following up this procession which wended its way up the road which is now queen street came boys and men laughing and having great fun my father among them can one imagine such a procession now in queen street the policemen took turns to hold and to wheel and so they went on till they got to about where the town hall is now to the lock-up and then the three the victim and the victimized disappeared from the eyes of the crowd mrs bob being detained some twenty-four hours for being quote jolly some time after this event bob made a bargain with bill another sawyer he handed over his wife to bill in exchange for a horse and dray so bill had someone to cook and wash for him while bob had a horse and dray prehistoric times surely all went well for some months then bill came to bob who was carting wood and water for sale and told him he wanted his property back again bob refused flatly saying it was a fair bargain and the end of it was that he was summoned to court my father remembers the case well the court was held in a room in the old government building a little above the old archway that stood then in queen street after the evidence was taken on both sides the police magistrate said that bob had to give up the horse and dray and take his wife back your worship bob said to him i don't think it's right that i should have to give up the horse and dray 
as it was a fair, honest bargain. The magistrate replied, Man, you are not allowed to sell your wife, and you must do as I say. So it was done. And strange to relate, the pair seemed to live very happily together for years after this. A kinder and cleaner woman, one could meet nowhere when away from drink, and no one who called a bumps humpy was allowed to pass without a meal. She was a good cook, and an excellent washerwoman, and could do up shirts with anyone. However, the curse of drink on both sides told its tale, and when old age came, the couple had to repair to Dunwich, where they died some years back, taking their story with them. Before leaving these days, I should like to mention a peculiar habit the old hands, sawyers, etc., had when boiling their tea in the bush. There were no billies then, but court pots were used, and invariably two little sticks were placed crosswise across the pot. This was done to draw the tea, they said, and the men saw nothing strange in the habit. Milton Graveyard, where Grandfather Petrie was buried, seems a thing of the far past now, but there was a cemetery older still. It was on the opposite side of the street to where the coal chutes are now at Troma Street Station. There the prisoners and soldiers were buried. Before that again, North Quay had been used, but not sufficiently to be called a cemetery. When the place at Roma Street was disused, four or five men were set to dig up the graves, and the bones were moved to Milton. One of these men, his companions related afterwards, a little stout Irishman, coming to a coffin lid, raised it, and exposure to the air caused an old grey cap on the skeleton to fall to pieces. Throwing up his hands, the frightened Pat exclaimed as he recovered himself, My good soul! keep your cap on i'm a poor man like yourself this pat it was said used to take the coffin boards home to his cottage in the valley and with them he put up a fine skillion the boards were cedar and quite sound although some had been underground for a number of years and so the big place we now call the valley had its beginning List of places, names, plants and trees, with a few specimens of Aboriginal vocabulary. Place Marumba, T. Petrie's homestead, native name Marumba, native meaning good. Place North Pine Kippering, near Blacksmiths, native name Nindo and Genedo, native meaning leech sitting down. Place portion of North Pine River near Railway Bridge, Native name Mundin, native meaning fishing net. Place small island, Tom Petrie's, below Marumba, native name Gompu. Place site of a former lagoon in Paddock near Gatekeepers, North Pine, native name Yimbung, native meaning bulrush. Place creek below Marumba, native name Yibri, native meaning put or laid down. Place spring below Imber Pine, North Pine, native name Barimpa, native meaning present place. Place Pocketin River above Imber Pine, native name Bungil, native meaning grass. Place Big Hill near Petrie's Pocket, native name Mudlow Mudlow, 
native meaning stone stone place cottage hill mouth of pine petrie's pocket native name andorba place sandy point mouth of pine north side native name kulukan native meaning pelican place scots point humpybong native name bandamadu native meaning white clay getting it place another point humpybong native name warun place redcliffe part of native name cowan cowan native meaning blood red like blood redcliffe part of native name yura native meaning spotted gum place kabulcha native name kabultor native meaning place of carpet snakes place kabulcha bribey dialect native name wongadum native meaning same meaning place narangba native name narangba native meaning small place place stony creek narangba native name bulba place nuram nuram creek native name nuram nuram native meaning wart wart place two small mountains above delaney's native name bulburum place sidling creek native name kawongba place mount samson native name buran native meaning wind place samson vale native name tukawampa place rush creek native name bagheera place browns creek native name tugui place samford native name kupitabin native meaning from kupi and opossum place d l brown's land samford native name karandukamari place straight stretch of water and nogra near salyards native name buyuba native meaning leg shin place mount kutha native name kuta native meaning dark native honey place muggle creek native name muggle native meaning large water lizard place tawong near railway station native name bunaraba place bend in river below indurapilli bridge native name tuong native meaning black goat sucker bird place site of railway bridge indurapilli native name Ibapa. place site of regatta hotel tuong native name juai joy place indurapilli should be yindurapilli place urongapilli should be urongpilli native meaning rain coming place west end native name karilpa native meaning place for rats place wollongabba should be wollongkopa place mount cotton near mount petrie native name tungipin native meaning west wind place mount gravatt native name kukamabul place norman creek native name kupuram place hemant winham dialect native name Mandado, native meaning place for curlew place mount hant logan dialect native name giranguba native meaning opossum place queensport native name marira place pinkenbar native name dumbin place new farm native name pinkenbar native meaning place of the land tortoise place white's hill 
native name Balimba. Place Balimba, native name Tugulawa, native meaning shape of heart, indicating river bend at that spot. Place Buradaban, native name Buradaban, native meaning place of oaks. Place Wulluwin should be Kuluwin. Place Hill, Garrick's House, Bowen Bridge Road, native name Gilbumpa. Place Exhibition and Hospital, native name Wulan, native meaning brim, fish. Place Ashgrove, native name Kalandaban. Place Observatory, native name Will Winpart. Place Breakfast Creek, native name Yawagara. Place Newstead, native name Karakaran Pinbili. Place Breakfast Creek near Railway Bridge, native name Barambin. Place Boggy Creek Eagle Farm, native name Tunkaibu. Place Petrie's Bite, native name Tumamum. Place Nanda, native name Nanda, native meaning chain of waterholes. Place Nanda Racecourse, native name Gilwumpa. Place Nanda, site of former German mission, native name Tumbul. Place Sandgate, native name Wara, native meaning open sheet of water or river. Place Nudgy, native name Mergen Mergen. Place Tingalpa, native name Timgalpa, native meaning place of fat. Place Amity Point, native name Pulan. Place Swan Bay, native name Widjiwijipi. Place Kanaipa, native name Kanaipa. Place St. Helena, native name Nogun. Place Mud Island, native name Bangamba. Place Green Island, native name Milwapa. Place Strabrook Island, near South Passage, native name Dumba. Place Cape Morton, native name Kanemba. Place Winham, native name Winham, native meaning breadfruit. Place Dunwich, native name Gumpy. Place Morton Island, native name Mulgumpin. Place Manly, native name Nalong. Place Kuchimadlo Island, native name Kuchimadlo, native meaning red stone. Place Ipswich, native name Tulmor. Place Gudna, native name Gudna, native meaning dung. Place Brisbane, garden point from the bridge round to Creek Street, taking in the settlement, native name Mianjin. Place Gimpy, wide bay dialect, native name Gimpy, native meaning stinging tree. Place Pialba, wide bay dialect, native name Pilba, native meaning butcher bird. Place Noosa Head, native name Wantima, native meaning rising or climbing up. Place Portion of Scrub at Malula, native name Jippy, native meaning bird. Maruchi dialect, place Nambor, native name Nambor, native meaning tea tree bark. Place Badaram Mountain, native name Badaram, native meaning honeysuckle. Place Yandina, native name Yandina, native meaning small place of water. Place Torbal Point, native name Ningi Ningi, native meaning oysters. Bribe Island Passage. Place White Patch, native name Tarangiri, 
native meaning leg place oyster camp reserve native name banya place long island native name lulu native meaning small place glass mountain creek native name baki bomen native meaning stone standing up place kuchin creek native name kuchi native meaning red paint glasshouse mountains one biwa up in the sky brisbane dialect two bibaram parrot maruji dialect Ningunbarung neck crooked brisbane dialect or kunnawarum neck crooked maruji dialect chibukaran squirrel biting brisbane dialect tunabulabula mountain two maruji dialect guinea lawyer cane maruji dialect tree or plant bunya pine native name bunyi scientific name our carrier bidwilli tree or plant pine similar to new zealand kari native name dandarum scientific name agatus robusta plant cypress pine native name burugari scientific name calitris columnularis plant morton bay pine native name combacho scientific name aracaria cunninghamii plant red ironbark native name bigar scientific name eucalyptus siderifolia plant ironbark narrow-leaved native name tandoor scientific name eucalyptus crebra plant blue gum native name mungar scientific name eucalyptus teriticornis plant spotted gum native name nura scientific name eucalyptus macalata plant stringy barks native name dura scientific name eucalyptus acmenioides plant bloodwood native name buna scientific name eucalyptus corimbosa plant swamp mahogany native name bulochu scientific name tristania suaviolens plant fig box native name tapalpala scientific name tristania confetta plant cedar red native name mamin scientific name cedra tuna plant morton bay chestnut native name mai scientific name castanospermum australe plant morton bay ash native name curan scientific name eucalyptus tessellaris plant she oak native name bili scientific name casuarina glauca plant forest oak native name baruda scientific name casuarina tortillosa plant morton bay fig native name goanga scientific name ficus macrophylla plant small fig native name yuta scientific name ficus platypoda plant apple tree native name bupu scientific name angophora intermedia plant rosewood native name bunuro scientific name acacia glaucescens plant dogwood native name denner scientific name jacksonia scoparis 
plant corkwood or battery native name kuntam scientific name erythrin scoparis plant mangrove native name tinchi scientific name brugiera radii plant large honeysuckle native name bombara scientific name banksia latifolia plant small honeysuckle native name minty plant banksia amula plant jibang native name dulandella scientific name persunia plant bedfruit native name winam scientific name pandanus pedunculatus plant stinging tree native name bragane scientific name laporteus sp plant grass trees native name dacobin scientific name xantheria plant cabbage tree palm native name binca scientific name levistona australis plant common palm native name piki scientific name alcotona phoenix cunninghami plant wattle black native name kagakal scientific name acacia cunninghami plant scrub vine native name nanum scientific name malaysia tortuosa plant lawyer cane native name tigum scientific name calamus speak plant lawyer cane bribe dialect native name yini plant vine with yellow berries native name barra scientific name codrania javanensis plant scrub vine used for climbing native name ural Yerol creek on stradbroke evidently the same name scientific name fragilaria indica plant coarse grass used for dilly making native name didi scientific name cerotes longifolia plant swamp plant used for fish poison native name tangled scientific name polygonum hydropiper plant congevoi native name bundal scientific name alocasia macrobriza plant large bean and scrub native name yucam scientific name canavalia obtusifolia plant swamp fern native name bungwal scientific name blechnum cerulatum plant bulrush native name yimbun scientific name tipa augustifolia plant wild yam native name tam scientific name Dioscoria transversa plant ground orchids native name chingum scientific name caledania carnea caledania alba plant white spotted berry native name midium scientific name myrtus tenifolia white's name sarah morton native name diniba white's name catchpenny native name guaya White's name other black women native name Taruchi Bingi Bingi Munan Topin White's name Bob Clift Native name Ganginda White's name Milbong Jemmy Native name Yilbung meaning one eye White's name Dundali native name Dodali meaning Wonga Pigeon White's name King Sandy, native name Kawali, native meaning 
spilt. White's name Sam at Dunwich, native name Yeridmu, meaning mouth of native bee's nest. White's name Coban Tom, native name Mindy Mindy or Kutigri. White's name Diali, native name Diali, meaning tailorfish. White's name Jimmy, native name Wananga, meaning left it. Other men, Kuta, meaning native honey, Omuri, meaning the breast, Tumbo, meaning maggot, Tulamani, meaning creek court. Turwan, great man, Kippa, young man, Malara, grown man, Jundal, woman, Pudang, mother, Namul, baby, Naring, son, Bing, father, Yinil, creek or gully, Worrell, creek, Ipswich dialect, Bagor, wood, Bungil, grass, Banyo, ridge, Bipo, mountain, Mondo, ridge, wide bay dialect, Tumba, mountain, wide bay dialect. Yagga, no, Yawai, yes, Bigi, sun, Killen, moon, Mirigan, stars, Karumba, big, Burpee, little, Kalanga, good, Maruchi dialect, Kangangang, laughing jackass, Tungi, native companion, Kundokan, ditto, Strabrick Island dialect, Wargan, crow, Kongong, egg, Towan, fish, Kidin, mosquito, Dibin, common housefly, Chidna, track of foot, Muru, nose, Mara, hand, Mill, eye, Pidna, ear, Tambor, mouth, Tia, teeth, Magur, head, Wadli, bad, Mugara, thunder, Kanangor, thirsty, Milan, plenty, Tugun, sea waves, Kiri, north, Yungur, south, Wian, west, Bogin, east, Anan, grey eagle hawk, Tuwai, black eagle hawk, Buddha, eagle hawk, wide bay dialect, Talabilla, outlaw, Nalankali, liar, Mirbong, net for kangaroo, Muntong, net for paddy melons, Bulla, two, Bulla Bulla, four, Dalobolpal, camping place, Tabalyanmanga, running water, Inta Tabal Balkai, you water, fetch it, Mianjin Gata Yarana, Brisbane, I'm going. Intawana Yarana, you, we're going. Yinwana Yanman, same meaning, White Bay dialect. End of section 36. End of Tom Petrie's Reminiscences of Early Queensland, dating from 1837, recorded by his daughter, 
Constance Campbell Petrie.